Okay, Charlie, welcome back. Bellied up to the bar. Another day, another beer here at the Bellied Up Podcast presented by Meat Farm. We love it. Yes, we do. Miles, it's the middle of January. And boy, oh boy. Chilly willy out there. Chilly willy out there. You know what happens this time of year? Snow Snow day. It's a snow day. Santa. No, that's earlier. Snow day, baby. Snow day, baby. What's what? Now, snow days were so magical growing up. They didn't happen often in Wisconsin. But when they did, you know what we did? What'd you do, Charles? Snow mound. Snow mound houses. Yes. Got in there. Yep. We talk about we talked about it on a, a different podcast. Bit. But yeah, we uh, the snow plow would make a giant pile somewhere. In a usually church parking lot, school parking lot. Yep. And then, then, then you, you go and you just grab a shovel and you start tunneling. Start tunneling, it's baby. It's like you're in World War II, baby. Yeah. Tunnel warfare. You are figuring it out. And to be honest, the best thing in the world is you'd start on one end. Yeah. Your buddy'd start on the other, and you guys start tunneling towards each other. <sighs> and you got that final last like kick or punch yeah. or shovel, and you would see the light coming through on the other end. You see your buddy's face. <laughs> the best feeling in the world it he's is. like we did it yeah have you ever though started you think you guys are lined up correctly and yeah. then you end up just tunneling by yourself all the way through you just miss each other yeah you just have two tunnels two now. tunnels and sometimes you uh mess with the structural integrity of the snow well, mound so as an adult now i'm thinking about that mm-hmm there was no support. Like, it was kind of dangerous that we were doing that. Yeah, right? I mean, you're a construction guy, too. You know, you should okay. know. Well, no, 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 no. I am a concrete grunt guy, okay? Okay. I am not an engineer. Okay. okay? Well, that much I knew. So, uh, I don't know much about structural integrity other than... Uh, Is this load bearing? Ah, uh, looks like it could be. Does it got any rebar in there? And they say, <laughs> yeah, so that's good enough for who it's for. <laughs> now they got you putting so much goddamn rebar in these buildings. It's just unneeded. Yeah. You have a floodplain and all this. It's like, I don't see any houses falling over from 10 years ago when we didn't have to put this much rebar in there. What's going on? I like the rebar beef. You know? I mean, it's the inspectors and the engineers and the city workers are all like, hey, let's invest in rebar. And they make all these guys put double the rebar in every house possible. And then we'll uh, all make money. You know, they they you if you want to make money, Charles, buy some rebar because these engineers are just throwing more shit in that concrete than you ever need. Less rebar, more rhubarb. Yes. Put that on a shirt. Yeah, I'm sure the market for that shirt is, <laughs> is big. The, the Venn diagram of people looking to buy a shirt, no construction, and also gardening, you yes. know? Yeah. 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 Well, we'll work on that. So what do you do as an adult when you get a snow day? When was the last snow day? I, well, oh, you so, betcha. So the problem is, as an adult, snow days aren't as fun because now where my situation at is if it's a snow day and no one comes into the office, that means we're not getting any work done. Uh, that's true. You know, it's like yeah. it's more fun when you're not the guy calling the shots. You know, yeah. it's like I'd much rather have a regular day than a snow day. But let's just say, you know, we're all caught up. We're not behind on anything. And it happens to be a Friday where the blizzard hits. Yep. And everyone, hey, you know what? Snow day, everybody. You work from home today or 
Maybe just throw your, your stretchy pants on and, and don't work at all today. What I'm doing that day is probably watching a Netflix series the entire day. Are you? Yeah. What series? Um. Well, hopefully there's a new one out that I haven't watched yet, so okay. I can watch a new one. But otherwise, we're going to go Narcos, Narcos Mexico, Peaky Blinders, Breaking Bad. Um, let's see. Westworld, Succession, wow. Industry, all those things. I myself would probably watch Sopranos is kind of my comfort series. You can, know, can can we get can you do your best Tony Soprano? Hey, Jay, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you were doing so good. You were... I had the bre- it's all about the breathing. Yeah. You didn't think past the breathing, though, did you? You were so focused. Hey, Jay, what the hell? Is- no, no. Yeah, you got to get the action. H. AJ, AJ, I'm not gonna find it. I'm not gonna find. It. AJ. Find it. I I need a drop in phrase. You know, just say gabagool. Where's the gabagool? Where's gabagool? Christopher, Christopher, get the. Yeah, that's pretty much. Yeah, yeah. You get emotional, Tony, and then happy, Tony. Yeah, like happy, Tony. Hey, uh, where's the gabagool? <laughs> yeah. You know, we have terrible Sopranos accents. Speak for yourself. Okay. Um, what do you do on a snow day, Charles? What do I do on a snow day? Jeez, oh, Pete. Well, honestly, if there's a snow day, I would, I would, like a legit snow day, I'm going to go ice fishing. Okay, well. What? Is that too to, obvious? Well, that's like you're just going fishing. What do you, at home, what are you doing on a snow day? Oh, I suppose I'm at home. Like really stuck inside you're at stuck. home. You're stuck. This is not good. Maybe I'll read a book. No, you aren't. What are you actually doing? When well, was the last book you sat down and curled up by the fire and read? Mm, it's been a long <laughs> I know. time. So that was a lie. Tell that was the a truth. straight up lie. I'd probably be futzing. I'd probably be out in the garage futzing around. Putzing around or futzing around? Putzing or futzing. You know, if Is it's futzing a, snow, a phrase? Usually I'm putzing, but on a snow day, I, I'll be futzing. You know what? I Actually, I'm. this is exactly what I'm doing. I'm insulating my garage. That's what I'm doing. Like on the with, snow day. with real insulation, or are you doing spray foam? What's no, the, I'm what's... doing. I'm putting real insulation uh, between the deals and putting up some uh, drywall. No, you're not. Yeah, I am. You're I'm, I'm going to up... make. I'm going to make a nice garage for once in my life, Miles. I'm going to make a nice garage no, no, with no. drywall. Or you know what I'm going to do? I got a bunch of. This is exactly what I'm going to do. I got a bunch of old wood paneling, like kind of nice stuff, but it's very old. I'm going to take that and I'm I'm going to put it in my garage. Like that's what's going to hold the insulation. Like you're just going to lean it up against the wall or No, like... I'm going to I'm going to drill it to the deal. No, though. you're not. I'm absolutely going to do I that. If I know anything about you, you're not doing any of that. That's like me saying that I'm going to put the house numbers up. Well, that's true. By the way, you should really put those up. <laughs> I'm you, working on you guys it. have not seen a more pissed off Uber driver than I've ever met in my life. The uh, the you betcha radio guys I know have heard this story, but I'm at Miles's house. I request an Uber, um, and uh, as soon as he rolls up, I get in the car. He's like, "Why doesn't this guy put his house numbers up? Why doesn't he do that?" <laughs> I'm busy. Yeah, I'm busy. He's like, "That's so rude." It's so rude. And I'm egging him on. I'm like, yeah, isn't it a little self-centered of him to think people should just find his house randomly? You know, we have GPS and there's is anyways, 
get me all worked up about the house numbers. He was this is about yeah, you we have GPS. Your, he was at your neighbor's house when I walked is, out. This is about you. And to flag him down. And about you lying about what you're really going to do on a snow day. I mean, what am I really going to do on a snow day? You're not putting up sheetrock by yourself. Yeah. You know how hard it is to put sheetrock up by yourself? Only the uh, skilled all, masters I, I, can do a, that. A, I've done it. It's not that hard. Doing it well, another story altogether. Well, yeah. But no, you you put it on uh, the, the freaking horses. You cut it, you know, and, and you freaking... Put it up and you prop it up against something. You get a couple good screws in and now you're cooking with gas. Yeah, I mean, you're right, but you got I know I'm right. Well, you're not. My brother's currently doing this in his attic, actually. And have you helped him? I have. And my dad has. But he's got the slanted. He's got the slanted uh, ceiling because it's he's redoing the attic to make it into a room. So you need help. I don't have slanted ceilings in my uh, garage, so. You know, right. well, hey. that's what I'm doing. You know what? Don't tell me what I'm doing on my snow I day. Just, miles. I just know you. Yeah. OK, okay. honestly, I'm probably not going to do any of that. I'm probably going to dink around on my computer and be like, why am I working? It's a snow day. Yeah. And then I'm probably going to still work. But I said my New Year's resolution was to do stuff. So this is me putting it out there into All the right. universe that I'm going to first do stuff. snow day. So this comes out. We recorded this beforehand. Yeah, we should have an update by now. Of him putting up sheetrock in his garage, right, Jared? Yeah. Put a pin sure. in it. Put a pin in it. Yeah. Remember. So by the time this episode comes out, though, yeah, you're. I mean, we should have at least a couple snow days. Hell yeah! No, and it's up, dude. It's up. Oh, it's yeah. insulated. Right. I've got the electricity well, reworked in my garage too, so, so I you're can gonna go to belly up Instagram page. You're gonna see a photo of the sheetrock up in Charlie's. Garage. Yeah, and I got. Yeah, I'm excited about the garage. I can't wait to see this photo. I'm excited about the garage. I'm gonna have a bike building area. I'm gonna get a truing stand. I'm getting a truing stand, and I already got a nice bike stand. Charlie, I did. The question wasn't what do you dream you could do, dude. No, in your garage, it's what are you actually gonna do? So listen to this. This is kind of funny. You're gonna have an air pump in the corner, and that's it. No, I already have the bike stand, dude. I used to be a, a bike mechanic back in the day. All right. And I was telling this to some someone at a bar, uh, a gal, you know, just oh, making okay. conversation. And I was like, so, yeah, you know, back before I was doing this, I was actually I was a bike mechanic. I was pumping tires. Yeah. Well, I was trying to pump my own tires, you know, trying <laughs> oh, to yeah. trying to lay, you know, you know, trying to make myself maybe seem better than I am. So what and is the goes, best bike mechanic pickup line then? Well, OK, there's not one because she goes, oh, you were a bike fixer. I was like, what? Uh, no. It doesn't sound as cool. I'm a, does I'm, it? A, I'm a mechanic. Okay. Jeez. A little respect. Yeah. It'd be like calling an architect a drawer. Exactly. You know? Exactly. That's just disrespectful, really, at that point. I told this one gearhead that I was a bike mechanic. He goes, oh, you work on motorcycles? He had all this respect in his eyes. And I go, yeah, bicycles, but, you know, same thing. And he goes, well, are you serious? <laughs> Why would anyone uh, do that? <laughs> I know. I know that's why, all right. Oh, and why would anyone tell anyone that? That's what he was wondering. <laughs> I, dude, it's a craft, man. It's a craft. You know who else was bike mechanic? Wright brothers, Harley and Davidson were both bike mechanics before they became motorcycle men. Okay, so it's a respected craft. And the, then what did they do? They they went start- on to be the first people to fly and built a timeless 
legacy motorcycle brand, Charlie. Just after wait. after you were a bike mechanic, what happened? I did you the freaking de- bellied up <laughs> you podcast. You became a degenerate at a bar. <laughs> I know. With a bunch of pull tabs in front of you, taking calls from people. Well, yeah. that's probably Look what at we this do, graveyard. Look at this I graveyard know. of pull not, tabs. But that's pull tab investing. That is. That is. Yeah, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose, uh, but most of the time you lose. Most, I can't remember winning on this podcast. All right. Someday we will. Let's get um, to the callers, huh? What do you think? Hell yeah, let's do it. Hello. Hey. Hello. Oh my gosh, I made it through. Yeah. <laughs> Who do we got on the line? This is Laura. Laura. International Falls. Ooh. All right. Well, what's going on? Why don't you bill you up to the bar with us? Tell us what's on your mind. Oh, don't mind if I do. So, I, me and my husband have some uh, property out. We just got some shack property. And we are uh, looking to build the shack. And seeing that we're going to start from the ground up, I was wondering if there's anything that you know or seen in your experience that is like a must-have for a shack. I love this question. This is... This is amazing. You, I'll go first. No, no. You come no. in for the haymaker at the end, okay? Okay, sounds good. First of all, I'd like to say, however much rebar they tell you that you need in the foundation <laughs> of this thing, you need about one half of that. Mm-hmm. You know, they're really starting to get pretty liberal with how much rebar is actually needed in a foundation for a shack or a shed as such. So... That's my two cents. The rebar lobby is... Listen to the general contractor. Don't listen to the fancy engineer is all I got to say. <laughs> my husband, was uh, he was once a contractor, so he's got, he's got that all down. Perfect. He'll know how much rebar is actually required in this thing. Now, here's my oh, question. Sure. Here's my question to kind of piggyback on this. What are you hoping to store in your shack? What are you hoping to store there? Well, we're going to make it into a deer camp and a fish camp. It's on Rainy River, so you're yeah, living, a, lot of, you're living, a lot of opportunities. So. You're oh, living my dream. This is awesome. This is awesome. I think I'm almost wondering if you pull an audible here and go uh, full pole barn, you know? I mean, I I wonder how yeah, big of a... A shouse is what they call that. Yeah, a shouse. I mean, that, that could shouse. be... Yeah, you want to look... You're going to want to store stuff in there, uh, I'm sure. And then you're going to want to have uh, some room and lodging. I mean, and how many, how many acres do you have? 60. 60. Oh, yeah. You're in a great spot. We are cooking with now, gas. Talk to me. What are, what are the absolute go-tos when it comes to a hunting and fishing shack? What do you need? Well, I need, I need a sauna. For the end of the day. Oh, sauna. Sauna. And are you from the UP originally? No, I'm from the Iron Range originally. Okay. Wow. That's also. We're just Finnish. She's Finnish. She, she, oh, you're Finnish. Yeah. Okay. I, I thought you said you were finished. I was like, finished with what? And <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> she's like, I've had it with this podcast. I'm finished. <laughs> um, okay. So, yeah, you get yourself a nice sa- sauna, is, you know, but sauna, sauna I, I'm never good at saying it that way, but the, I love how you say it. It Sorry. sounds beautiful. All right. So, sauna number one, what else do you need? Well, she, a little mini bar probably on the inside. You know what? I'm going to one-up you. Let's just do regular bar. Full-on bar. We regular f- bar. Yep. So let's think big here. This is in our imagination. What else you need? What's number three? I need an American flag. Yes, for you sure. do. Get yourself Canadians a Canadians fl- got to see it. Uh, yes. 
<laughs> Canadians got to see it. So then I, right across the river. So I hate you might to want to find an old shut down Perkins and just <laughs> oh, see if you, yeah, see if you yeah. can get their flagpole and an American flag. Just to make sure all the Canadians can see it. Now, keep in mind, you're gonna need uh, you're gonna need to get a concrete footing for this flagpole. You know, you're gonna get some heavy winds up there, and you don't want that falling on your shack. But okay. Cool Absolutely. it on the rebar. You don't need as much as you think. No. But, well, if you're going to go over and above and beyond with the rebar. That would be the time. Because this is a thing that can fall on your little paradise you're making. And then I will say you're right. using it for fishing as well. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, now, I know someone who put up a, 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 a shack of their own and their fish house. They made all wood. Okay. Which looks real nice. But when you're cleaning fish over and over and over again, those fish guts, they really sink into the wood over time. And it's going to smell just like a fish house, which some people like that. And, hey, uh, no harm, no foul. But I'd go for the uh, the metal uh, table situation. And do not forget the grate going down the deal, okay? You don't want to plug up your uh, plumbing with the fish scales. And frankly, that is a great point. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, not a lot of people are thinking about that, Charlie. That's great advice. Yeah. The other option, though, is forget the grate altogether and just have the the piping from that sink just go right out the back. You know, because if you're just doing fish stuff. You know, and you just got to make sure you use the right soap. You don't want to get some weird soap out there into the thing. But, uh, yeah, just just have it shoot right out the deal. And then you just start attracting bears. It's perfect. Actually, bad bad news. Don't do that. <laughs> I take that back. I take that back immediately. That sounds like a good move in my head. In but, yeah. Head, yeah. Oh, and but speaking. Yeah, we, we haven't seen any bear sign up there. Well, so you will nice. be if you start throwing bait out there for them. Yeah, <laughs> which brings up another point. You need a dumpster out back that locks for all the fish guts and stuff. Or... The better way to do it, send it down the river, send it down the river, or bury it. Burn pile. I'd bury it in the garden. If you bury them fish guts in the garden, bury them deep. But boy, oh boy, my grandpa Bob used to do that with the sheep had he catch. Bury them in the garden. He had the biggest pumpkins in all of Fond du Lac. Okay, (laughs) they were built by sheep. I have heard that actually. Yeah, Yeah. Grandpa Bob's. Oh wow, that's. Yeah. That's some good insight. Yeah. Is there anything- bullet planting crops out there, so. Yeah. What'd she say? I think she said she's going to be planting some food plots out there. So oh, nice. That, that can that can work out, too. That Yeah, that'll push up the food plots. What else are you looking to do? Is there anything else? Oh, just put up a bunch. we got to find a number of stands, so we still got to walk the property a little bit more. i got a good idea where to do it going, but... I think she said she maybe said. figure out a number of deer stands. Yep. Oh yeah, no. yep. how many is too many? Well, I think a lot of people will say that one deer stand. It all depends, but I've heard like one per ten acres. You know, you could probably get away with one per eight acres or so. It all depends on how many people you're trying to squeeze on this piece of land. You know, and that actually brings. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Oh no, I was agreeing. Oh, well, that brings up another point. If you make this too nice of a place, 
people are going to want to come and they're not going to want to leave. So the sleeping quarters, you make them sleepable, but bring the bunk beds, baby. Okay, a lot of bunk beds in here because you can spend one to two nights sleeping in, uh, you know, a smoke shack. And these guys are going to smoke each other out. These guys, if you're at deer camp, you're going to want to put up a three bedroom, but it sleeps 24. Yeah. So. So make it comfortable, not too comfortable, but stack the bunk beds three high. And um, oh, I didn't even account for that. Then you could probably get triple decker, triple decker again, comfortable for a night or two. But then they get the hell out of there. And when you're planning on who's going to sleep where, make sure you put the guy who usually gets the drunkest on the bottom bunk. Yep. You don't want him trying to get up on that top bunk at 3 a.m. It's I tell you what, it can be quite a nightmare. Yeah, you must install <laughs> breathalyzers on the ladder going up to the top. <laughs> yeah. If you if you you are not allowed up if you've had yeah, yeah uh, if, you guys if, are forward thinkers. Either that yeah. or the, or you got to make them f- sign a waiver form. So it's either the you know the blow to start for people who've had a couple DUIs in their car. This one is blow to climb. Blow to climb. Yeah. Yep. A hundred percent. And actually you make it a booby trap. Okay. So if they, if they blow and they're over 0.08, then what's going to happen is there's going to be some uh, oil on the top. That's going to spill down all over the rack. So they're not going to be able to get past the second thing. And you, it's very (laughs) slick. You betcha. And that way, if they're going to fall, they're going to fall on the first or second rung. You don't want them coming back suing you because they got halfway up that sucker. Yeah. So, yeah. That's actually a good point. I wouldn't have thought of the oil slick. Yep. It's a good idea. That comes from the castle days. Back in the castle, they used to put hot yep. oil down. This, don't make this hot. We're not trying to, you know. Burn them. Yeah. Just let them know that if you can't get up a slick ladder, you got no business going up the ladder at and all. And I know what you're thinking on this advice. You're like, well, Miles, then everyone's going to have to sleep on the bottom bunks. Mm-hmm. So what you're going to need to do is just make sure you have some blow-up mattresses because the the three high bunk bed sounds great until it's 3 a.m. and everyone's had a couple, two, three, going ass over teakel trying to go to bed. Might as well just make a floor of beds and everyone just trips and falls and then goes into a deep slumber. Rip Van Winkle. Exactly. And on the air mattresses, just to add to this, make them the ones with the slow leak. So yep. have them have it be comfortable. <laughs> so they wake up on a flat floor. They wake up on time to get out to the deer stand to do their business that and they don't smart. get too comfortable. Get the again. ones that leak for only about three hours. So they get out to the deer stand. That's right. Because they're not sleep. If they're sleeping more than three hours, let's be honest, they went to bed at 2 a.m. They're not getting out to the deer stand on time. It's like an embedded alarm clock, you know, yes. embedded. Ooh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> that go. is get it. I mean, you just can't even pay for this advice. I'm glad that we're giving this. Yeah. Spitting this no kidding. You guys right are full of gold. I know. Yeah. I know. And put your room on the other side of this uh, hodgepodge deal and then make sure you can lock it so no one can get in there. Make sure. You, yeah. Soundproof your room, too. So you don't have to hear what else is going on there. That way you can sleep good. And then the others will be sleeping poorly and probably missing deers. But that means more deers for you. <laughs> Yeah, well, if we're being honest, usually I'm up with the last of them. So. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> I'll make sure everyone gets to bed safe. Okay, that sounds good. And every group needs a mom like that. Make sure that everyone gets to bed safe. Yeah. 
Well, I don't know if it's necessarily the mom, but I'm up with them. <laughs> yeah. I like that. One of the one of the group guys then. Yeah. I don't know. Um, well, did we help you out at all? You, you think these are, you can maybe apply some of this stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard a lot of really good information, a lot of good ideas, especially some of them are practical. That was pretty nice. Yeah, the oil slick on the ladder is a good practical idea. I like that one too, Charlie. That's yeah. smart. Yeah. Yep. Use use the old veggie oil, you know, from the deep fryer, from the, the fish fry that you guys do. Just everyone's like, what do I do with the old oil? It's the ladder slick oil. It might smell a little oh, no, in there, no. but again, yeah, that's part of the experience. It's part it's of the experience. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Well, I'm glad no you kidding. called in. Yeah, I am too. Yeah. I'm super happy I got through. Hell yeah. We're happy you got through too. Now you just keep it <laughs> moving out there, okay? And just know when Yeah, absolutely. Just know when the construction uh build is not going exactly how you want. Remember, you're living out a lot of people's dreams here, having sixty acres putting up a little shed to hunt and fish on. You're living the dream. So remember that. Living the dream one nightmare at a time. Heck yeah. We're very fortunate. Oh yeah. yeah. Well you so, and- Yeah, tell your folks to say hi. All right, and watch for deer out there. Absolutely. All right, bye bye now. Charlie. Miles. How fun would it be if we had one of those? Oh my gosh. We should get one. <laughs> what do you Who's think? Who's gonna take care of it? I mean, you. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, my team will take care of it then. Yeah, I All can't. Guys, yeah. I can't handle more responsibilities. I don't. I can't handle responsibility in general. Yeah, I know. But uh, if before we move on to the next caller, if you had one dream thing to put in ice or a uh, hunt shack. What would it be? I do like, honestly, if I'm being honest, honestly, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> I want to get like a nice pool table. Yeah. Like a really one that's actually leveled one that's leveled <laughs> with sticks that are actually not, you Once know, got to screw together. Yeah. But there would only be one good stick and it wouldn't look like a good stick. It would be a false curve stick. You know that it's an optical illusion. It looks curved, so no one ever picks it. Yep. And I'm like, well, I guess I'll take this one. Boom, boom. You know? And I'm like, guys, I'm beating you with a curved stick. Come on. But, man, I to play on a nice pool table. Wow. That would be nice. Yeah. I haven't done that in a while. No matter how this goes down, you want to maybe uh, go find a, a pool hall and play some pool or what? You rack them, I crack them. I like that. Mm. All right. Let's take another caller. Hello. Who do we got on the line? This is Dana. We talked a couple weeks ago. Dana, Dana calling back. Dana. Well, Dana. Yeah, I have a confession. Yes. What's the confession, Dana? So I said I lived in Racine, but I actually live in Raymond. It's a little tiny town by Racine. Dana, how could you do that to us? How could you do that I know, to us? I, I, it was me up alive the past, past couple weeks. After all we've been through. Yeah, what would your grandma think? I He actually was upset I didn't say I lived in Raymond. Well, you know, I don't know if you're going to get another DiGiorno then, okay? Yeah, you know, yep. <laughs> you, might be, you might be getting Tombstone on the next one. Still get yep. pizza. I know. But not... What'd you say? I said still get a pizza, but, you know, it's not DiGiorno. Yeah, not DiGiorno. 
So uh, did you just call up to apologize or? Yeah, welcome to Bellied Up Confessions. What yeah. else do you have to confess? Nope. <laughs> uh, my boyfriend's right here too, but he's too shy to talk. Oh, your boyfriend's oh, well, there. Get him on the phone. Yeah, we want to hear. Didn't yep. you guys go to a box game or something? Yep, and the dolls too. And the Dells. Yes, okay. Now I remember. Yeah. So See, I was. That's back when I was drinking heavy. It's hard for me to remember. So yeah, that stuff. was a late, right, late right. one. No, I hear you. That was back when I was really drinking. So. Now put the boyfriend on. We want to talk to your boyfriend for just a moment. Here he is. All what's right, up, you guys. Hey, what's going on? What's your name? My name is Isaiah. Isaiah. All right. Why, why are you yeah. being so shy? Why don't you just come out and say, hey, I got a question for the guys here. So I remember you guys, or what Dana was saying, that it was her birthday and you guys thought I was going to propose to her. We did think that. We thought you were going to propose. Did you? Um, Unfortunately not. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's why he didn't want to talk to us. That's it. Yeah. So... <laughs> I say, what are you waiting for, man? Come on. I knew you guys were going to get on my ass about it. <laughs> yeah. How long you been? Do you guys think the Dells? The Dells. Yeah. No, but he's trying to deflect here. He's trying to change the subject. He is, but he's asking us a very important question. He says, do we think the Dells is an appropriate place to get engaged? And I'm saying, yeah. yeah. I mean, it is America. The Wisconsin Dells is America's place to get engaged. It's a microcosm okay. of everything good about America. You guys don't think maybe the Devil's Lake or... No. Devil's... Peninsula? I mean, you could. But what about the Kalahari? Huh? What about Noah's Ark Water Park? You know? I mean, there's... What about the McDonald's that's a giant lodge? What about that one? What what about doing it right in front of Paul Bunyan with that not at all ironic porno stash, huh? What about there? Paul right outside Paul Bunyan's cook shanty. What about going to the showboat saloon and singing your heart out while a band plays? Yeah. What about going to crazy? We went to all those places. <laughs> and you See? didn't propose? You had so many No, do not tell me. Don't you dare tell me you went to Rick Wilcox's magic castle without popping the question. Don't you dare tell me you went there. <laughs> Did you no, go? No, we didn't go there. Did you oh. go to the wax museum? No. I okay. Oh, they yeah, oh, do. They have. Did you go to the uh, museum of historic torture devices? No, Dana was saying something about it, but no, I think we didn't that that was there. the hint, dude. Yeah, that's the hint. You don't want to go to a torture device place without wanting to get engaged. So that was the hint she was <laughs> dropping. Yeah, she was dropping hints, and you were not dropping these. Okay, so. The, now that that's the bad news. That's the bad news. But the good news is this, Isaiah. We just listed off three amazing romantic spots in the Wisconsin Dells that you can go to for an experience for the first time with Dana. And what a better place and, to pop the question. And you want to know the next good news? What's that, Miles? Is the weekend's coming up. So it sounds like we got your weekend plans figured out. Hey, no time like the present, Isaiah. Okay, where are you getting the I ring? Start booking. <laughs> I'm going to K Jewelers real quick and I'll... <laughs> Every kiss begins with K. You Every know? kiss begins with K. Right? Well, that that's not an ad, by the way. That's not an ad. Yeah. So this is exciting. So how do you think you're going to do it? Wait, 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 wait. wait, hold on, Dana. Earmuffs. Yeah. 
earmuffs, Dana. Go to the other room, Isaiah. We don't need to talk to Dana anymore. So have you have you called her folks yet to ask for permission? No, but uh, I don't think there's going to be any problem. Okay. okay. They like you. He's, uh, he's a gambling man, that guy. I tell you what. Yeah, you're really rolling the dice, my friend. Really rolling the dice. So, all right. You don't win if you don't play. So what is your game plan, you think, when you finally do pop the question? What's your thought process? How are you going to do it? Uh, how? What's the uh, thought? Obviously, Dana has earmuffs right now. So if she doesn't really, then we'll maybe uh, go to another room. But what are you thinking? What's the game plan? Uh, I don't know. Somewhere for not. Uh, well, it'd have to be somewhere in Wisconsin, but. I wasn't really thinking the Dells, but thanks, guys, for the place. Oh, you weren't thinking the Dells. Fine. Fine. You know what? We will sit the, the here. UP. We will be the evangelists for the Dells. We'll, we'll be here evangelizing the Dells as the most romantic destination in all Wisconsin. More romantic than Sybaris pool suites and spas. You guys don't get that. Oh, You're not really? from Wisconsin. No. Have you seen the the Sybaris? They call it syphilis there. But anyways, um, all right. So where are you going to do it then? The UP. Oh, the UP. Oh, wow. So he's not going to do it in Wisconsin at all. You said you were going to do it in Wisconsin. The UP is basically Wisconsin. <laughs> you said you were going to do it in Wisconsin. What did you say? Well, it's still part of Wisconsin, but yeah, I mean it's it's pretty much Wisconsin. I'm yeah, I'm I mean, calling the UP Wisconsin from now on. All right, uh, Miles doesn't guess, agree with I that. I guess dogs are cats now. Okay, but. stop it, Miles. Stop it. All right. Well, <laughs> so what what else is going on? You got any questions for us that are non marriage related? Since you know it, um, you're yeah. coying up on us. So uh, last. So at the last podcast with Dana, she said that I was jealous of you, Charlie, and that was not true. Oh, you're not jealous of me. <laughs> well, well, why not? Don't, make don't, 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 did, you, did you know I've rebuilt my carburetor on my snowmobile? I feel like you should be a little jealous of me, okay? I replaced the gaskets. <laughs> Still nothing? Uh no, yeah, you, you gotta go a little bit more than that. <laughs> okay, the diaphragms too. <laughs> oh, Isaiah, that's fine. I'm glad you're not. I'm glad um, you know, Dana was wrong about that. Um well, that's I guess that's nice. That's how it goes. So do you have any uh advice you want from us on your uh soon to be uh proposal? Is there anything you actually wanna ask us about that? Uh, no, I think I'll be all right. Thanks, though. Okay. Uh, he's, he's basically like, fuck yeah, you guys. He I'm is not here. happy with us. <laughs> he's like, I don't even want to be on this at all. Yeah. Um, Isaiah. Yeah, I'm... his face is red. Oh, you're still there, Dana? Dana, you were supposed to Dana. have earmuffs on. This is what's right. Dana, there was That's a... That's why he's being sheepish. That's why he's us. being coy. It's because Dana I know, wouldn't play along. I'm lying to you guys. 
Dana, there's a I circle know. of trust, and you just pop the circle. Okay, okay, so Dana, I can tell you where you're not getting engaged. Yeah. The UP. Yeah. Because he would never <laughs> give that information up. Yeah, he's not going to give and it you want to know where you are getting engaged? Wisconsin Dells. Boom. Boom. Dude, you're doing the Dells. I can't wait for you guys to get engaged at the Museum of Torturous Equipment. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. It's actually the Museum of Historic Torture Devices, <laughs> yeah, but who's counting? Thing. Oh, uh, I'm so happy for you guys. I can't wait. It's going to be great. You got to let us know when you do it there. And uh, don't, Dana, don't fall for the diversion that is the UP trip. All right. All right. Deal. All right. Well, well, we're glad you called in. Yeah, we are. It's great to have you back on the Bellied Up podcast, Dana. And tell Isaiah we says awesome. hi. All right. Well, sounds good. Tell your politician hi. Okay. Tell your grams I says hi, too. Okay. All right, I will. All right, right, real good. good. Bye-bye now. I mean, I do feel bad for him. Yeah, we really grilled the guy. Well, no, it's like one of those things that, like, what you're going to do for your engagement is not fun to talk about in front of the person you're trying to get engaged to. Especially if you're talking to us about it, you know? Hey, he was caught between a diamond rock and a hard place. <laughs> you know? He was caught between a cubic zirconium and... Do you think he's going... He sounds like a lab guy. Dude, I can't tell... He the, seems like a lab guy. I can't tell the difference. He seems like he bought a lab. Who can tell the difference? Well, people at jewelry stores. Yeah, can. friggin' losers, dude. Hey. What? Whoa. Let's not devalue the fact of buying a real diamond, all right? <laughs> You're right. So Sorry. Is that what your next ring is going to be? It's going to be a lab ring, it sounds like. Yeah. Hey, you know, all right. I don't mean to call. Uh, just take that part out. What? Just take it out. What? Just uh, No, I don't want to. I don't want to deal with the emails of all the diamond people being like, we're not losers okay. because we have the funny little no, eye thing that says that the diamond industry has been screwing people over forever. Don't feel bad about that. Well, you just made me feel bad about no, it. No, you were making me feel bad about dry, buying a real diamond. I didn't know you bought a real diamond. I, I picked you. For sure, for I'm a, a lab-grown guy. guy. I'm a classy guy. Here's what you do: you buy a lab. You know me. I'm a classy guy. I do pull tab, drink bush light. That's classy. <laughs> you just you, you get a lab-grown one. You say ah, it's better for the environment somehow. You know. Yeah. Somehow. Somehow. Um. Yeah. I mean, the diamond industry is a racket. Total racket. So I mean, it's again I feel bad for those guys. They're doing all right. They're doing great. We really grilled them. We grilled him like a cheese sandwich, and that was not nice of us. Isaiah, we're sorry about the grilled cheese. Dana. I'm so happy you guys are finally going to get engaged, maybe. Yeah. Isaiah seems like he's a, he's a, he's a, uh, he's the classic slow player. He is. He's, he's slow playing Keeping the it. cards close to his chest. But all I got to say, if you slow play too long, pretty soon you ain't playing anymore. Yeah, it's not a crock pot, okay? You know, it's it's, uh, it's a steak on the grill. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, second, I call her fur, baby, fur, baby, fur, baby, fur. Seriously. Now you got a little fur, baby, folks. Look, Fleet Farm has the best pet department name brand selections and tons of them. Trust us. Your canine and or feline will be feline happy. I'm telling <laughs> you that right now. Yeah. Anyways, we're feline happy, baby. Yeah, so we're feline happy. And in Wisconsin, Miles, did you know in Wisconsin, uh, you can take your dog into a fleet farm to shop with you? Pretty gosh darn cool. Hell yeah. And not only 
Do they have great selections in food, but toys, treats, beds, and so, so much more. And that's where I go to get all my bird feed, by the way, is the flea farm. My bird feed and seed. What's your favorite kind of bird feed? Um, You know what? I knew you were going to ask me that, and I forget the name. I just know what it looks like. It's actually got this um this uh, gal on it. Um, and um, I can see it, dude. I can see it. Uh, well, we believe you. I'll Keep get going. back to you on that. Yeah. Plus, we're guessing the wildlife pets of yours also. Oh, look, they were already going there. It's like Fleet Farm. Fleet Farm. We love it. Was reading my mind. Uh, you, you also, the wildlife needs some, a little love, especially in the winter. Yeah, we're talking about them wild birds. Again, Fleet Farm's assortment selection knocks your feathers off now they wrote that they one wrote that yeah one. That, that was, was way that one's real good so anyway get on over to fleet farm don't haste hey charlie hey miles where are you from uh you know where where wisconsin you're from wisconsin did you know that tippy cow is actually from wisconsin cows no kidding miles Give um, me a break. They, they said that they probably were your neighbors. Do you think do you have any neighbor cows? Yeah, that, uh, there's Beatrice, there's Betty, Beatrice, Betty. Cleopatra, Joel. A whole host of them, right? Yeah. Well, short, short for Joanne. Tippy Cow is proudly made from only Wisconsin cows that Charlie knows personally. So they only do it from cows you know personally. Just my friends. And I tell you what, if anyone knows anything about Charlie Barron's, it's that he knows cows. Shoot, yeah, dude, I know cows. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and what do they usually say to you? They say, uh, you do that again, you touch me there again, I'm going to kick the bucket. No, I, I used to... Are we doing cow impressions now? Tippy So, Tippy Cow would like to thank Bessie and Charlene. Oh, you know yeah. them. Charlene. For personally giving dairy for the Tippy Cow. And it actually works out pretty good because we're drinking the vanilla flavor. Yes, we are. And uh, it's going down easy. I'm I can doing my neat. Much. Yeah, look at that. Oh, God. So good. So you guys got to get some tippy cow because they're made from real Wisconsin cows. And you can find it at all liquor stores. They got a website. You can check it all out. Tippy cow, baby. Bellied up. You all. Yeah, you called the right number. You are on the Bellied Up podcast, friend. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Well, you're never going to guess. It's Jake, the fucking guy from South Dakota again. <laughs> Jake from South Dakota. Road hunting for ditch chickens? Same one. You got him. Hell yeah, buddy. I'm wearing the road hunting for ditch chickens hat. Did you get the package we sent you? We sent the package, right, Jared? Uh, Not not yet, but I got you guys' messages. Okay. Well, it should be here any day now. It's on its way. And you got, you, 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 sir have gotten an unlimited supply of road hunting for ditch chickens for life. So you just let us know when you need another one. Beautiful. What'd you do with that pheasant? You cooked that sucker up? Yep. What'd you make? How how did you you do it? Um, uh, We like to make white pheasant chili. So it's like chili, but with like white sauce and beans and, and pheasant in it. That's real good. I've had that. That sounds so good. Yeah. Good for you. So, okay. I mean, you're kind of a star. I'm going to tell you this right now. How you feeling with all the fame? 
so many people send me that video within like the first week after. And I saw that it uh, got a little bit of, of fame on TikTok there as well. So got yeah. some traction. So how are you feeling yeah. now that you're a famous road hunter? Well, I I tell people it's really tough being this this famous, you know, and having to deal with everything. But yeah. you get through it one way or another. Yeah, you got a publicist now, I imagine. Uh, no, still in the market for one though. Okay. So. Yeah, at least got an agent though, right? Right. Yep. Okay. okay. Good. Your mom or so- your dad? <laughs> Uh, mom at the moment. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Dad managing. Yeah, and if, if mom can't figure it out, dad's yeah, that, next up. Yeah, dad's big, big, busy guy. So Got it. So we'll send all of your brand deals that come in here to to your mom. It'll be good. Yeah. I got a question yeah, for you. That'll work. How many people have asked you to sign their pheasants? <laughs> uh, nobody yet. Yet. The, the situation hasn't really presented itself How many yet, babies' so. foreheads have you signed? you got to be a lot. That's how it's going, right? Uh, like, I lost count Yeah. after the first couple of days. Yeah, yeah. that'll happen. Foreheads, bras, you name it. It don't, it wow. don't really matter. Now, follow-up question to our last call. Did you end up getting your limit that day? Yep, I got all three of them. That a boy. You guys, I mean, you guys were just, were just the good luck that kickstarted it. You wow. know what? That's what they say about the Belly Up podcast. These two fellows are good luck. Yeah. Are you out there? Yeah. Are you out? Are you driving by any chance? <laughs> no, I'm actually I'm in my living room today. So. Oh yeah. Okay. Are you, are you looking at the road? Yep, sure am. Standing okay. right in the window, looking at the road. Yeah. You see any ditch chickens out there, buddy? <laughs> No, well, we got snow geese flying over right now, but I'm trying to leave them alone. He's living room hunting for snow geese. You know. <laughs> yeah, we can do that too. We can arrange that. So yeah, well, yeah. The next time you're hunting, you gotta call us for sure. Um, what are you hunting okay. for these days? What's what's on the uh, what's on the menu? Um, I'm pretty well tapped for the year for the most part. I've still got an archery deer tag Ooh, down cool. here, but we got, we got through our, our rifle deer season. My wife actually shot her first buck this year. Oh, yeah. congratulations so, to her. What'd she get? So, uh, well, it was, a it's probably a smaller, I think it was like a four by three mule deer, depending on so a some seven, people. Seven the, pointer, huh? Yeah. <laughs> right. Some people count the brow tines on mule deer, and some and some don't because not all mule deer have them. So gotcha. Yeah. Um, did but, you make or gut the deer? Or did you do that yourself as the true gentleman you are? No, I, I got to do that myself. Yeah. I tried to get her to do it, but no but, luck. But you're a gentleman and a scholar, correct? Right. Right. So that's crazy. Have you ever? Th- so since you know. People seem to be pretty interested in road hunting for ditch chickens these days. Right. Have you thought about opening up your own road hunting guided service? Ah, that's a good question. Um, see, you know, I thought about it, but but it's it's a pretty. What do I want to say here? You know, almost anybody could probably do it and have just as good a luck as I did. So. Okay. I don't know that I could really get don't people to, sell to yourself pay for that. Short, without... man. Yeah, put your mom on the phone. We got to talk to your agent. Okay, you gotta you gotta really sure. change your attitude on this. I would like to invest in your sure. road hunt for ditch chickens business. Let's get you a fleet of trucks, and we're gonna start advertising this thing. And people are gonna come driving on the gravel road, 
looking for ditch chickens, and you're going to guide them, and uh, we're going to make this little business. How's that sound? Sure. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to uh, have to do a little promo with the Bellied Up podcast. Get, the, get yeah. you and Charlie in the back in the back seat with the with the podcast cords and the microphones running through the back window, and oh. then we'll drive around. And <laughs> yeah, and the commercial sounds like. Do you want a road hunt for ditch chickens? You're in the right place. All yeah. you need is a 12 gauge shotgun, four wheels, and a good ass attitude. Come down to South right. Dakota. Road hunt for ditch yeah. chickens. Sometimes they're dumb enough where you got to scare them off of the road too, so it's it's easy picking. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I think you just wrote that's the commercial. The yeah, that's <laughs> the end. They're easy pickings. Yeah. <laughs> road hunt for ditch chickens. Easy pickings. I like that it. Rhymes I like it. You know what? Tell your mom if she gets sick being your agent, we'll we'll take over. She sounds like a good gal. I do have a gotcha. follow-up question though. Did you call for any uh, advice, or you got something you want to buy, sell, or trade? Well, I'm still looking for the for the big bushel case from Iowa. Oh yeah, that, I forget. That's why you called which, in. <laughs> which I also I also wanted to make a statement too. So, do you guys know why there's 56 cans in there? I believe it has something to do with the bushel. Correct. Right. Yep. It's, I didn't know because yeah, because the the test weight, the standard for corn is 56 pounds per bushel. Yeah. You know, give or weight up. Up, up or down, depending on corn. Yeah, on I didn't the, know if it was like a actual volume or how that worked, but yeah, that sounds right. Right. Yeah. So it is fun fact. And then, uh, no, the only other thing that I was gonna was gonna ask about today was where, where in the world did the Nickelback slander from the world come from? That's a great question. Oh, the Nickelback slander. I've been waiting on this. You're wondering. Why Nickelback gets such like a bad why everybody rap. started to just yeah right why did everybody just all of a sudden in like 2012 start shitting on Nickelback because honestly Nickelback has some fucking bangers. <laughs> <laughs> what are your top three Nickelback songs? Well, so uh, you know, in like a wedding, you you have like a group dance party song or something like that where the whole the whole wedding party comes yep. up and uh, songs and to get white and, people turned is what I call it. Right, right, <laughs> yep. Good Spotify playlist, but uh Animals by Nickelback was was that one. I knew you were gonna mine. say Animals, good song. What else? Yep, yep, lay up there. Um Dan Quentin is a good one, and then you know, like Rockstar, just like everybody else. But yeah, but I got got the majority of the whole Nickelback. Yeah, Charlie, are you a Nickelback well, fan? So. You know what? I'll be honest with you. I really am agnostic when it comes to Nickelback. I can't say I've listened to Nickelback enough to care. But from a comedic perspective, you need to start. <laughs> <laughs> You're the only guy I think I you know. Need, you, need, you need to at least be educated enough to have an opinion on That's this. That's true, Charlie. Well, you know, I suppose. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm, this is confession time here. I, If someone at a party is piling on about Nickelback, I'll join in. I'll I'll throw a couple stones right. their way. I'm, I am just as guilty. Yeah. I'm just as guilty as the rest of them for, for giving a little bit of Nickelback slander, you know, when I was like, 16, 18, whatever, but I don't stand for that shit now. You've gr- like you're grown up. You're, you're a wiser you're man now. But I will have to say, right. if their Nickelback song comes on the you know playlist, 
I'll like maybe like listen to it for you know a minute longer than I normally would. You know, you're like, oh, you know, it kind of bops a little bit. So like, you you, you keep right. it on while you go. These guys like, oh, I can't believe that anyone listens to this shit. You know, like I mean, just listen to this, man. Right, just, but just for no good reason. Yeah, let's just keep listening to it. Okay, let's uh, let's listen to it right. so we can make fun of it. You know, and then by the end of it, you've actually listened to the whole song. You're like, wow, that was a good song. How do you right. how do you think right. Nickelback got their name? Uh, excellent question. Do you think they were watching football and being like quarterback, dimeback, sure, nickelback, sure, and nickelback. they never got the penny back? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's a good one. That was fucking dumb. Oh my god. I'm asking an honest oh, question, Miles. So I'm sorry, Miles. Do you know? I couldn't. I couldn't tell if he was messing with me or not. That's a serious question, you guys. Don't answer that. That was rhetorical. No. It, no. Okay. Well, do either of you know the answer? Because maybe that is the answer. I don't know. I don't know the answer. No, nope, I got no idea. Okay. Well, guys. I feel like uh, somebody should figure that out before you start giving me crap about saying it's a dumb, dumb thing. I'm sure it's out there on the Internet somewhere. Yeah, Google has all the I answers. mean, you're, again, that's a hard-hitting question. I know, I know that everyone has an opinion on it. I am someone that won't skip a song, but I'm not going to come out and say I love Nickelback, all right? That's my final stance. Right. Okay. Right. I mean, I mean, I... Nickelback related songs and that similar genre are not are not the what am I trying to say here? Not the majority of the playlist, but yeah, you definitely don't skip when they come on. Gentlemen, I have an answer. Okay. The band later changed its name to Nickelback, which originated from the nickel in change that band member Mike Kroger gave customers at his job at Starbucks. He would frequently say, here's your Nickelback. The band performed covers of songs from Led Zeppelin to Metallica before they went on to become the most laughed at band in American history. <laughs> <laughs> that last part I made up. But, I was um, actually going to say, you know, <laughs> you made what part up? All of it? There you go. No, not all of it. Just uh, the last part about okay. them being the most laughed at just band. Just the laughed at. Yeah. Um, I, you know what? From a comedic perspective, it was just an easy thing. It was like, find me a band that everybody likes. It's like, have you seen the Big Lebowski? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay, so it's like when the dude is in the back of the car, he's like, I just hate the fucking Eagles, man. You know, he just picked a band that a lot of people liked. <laughs> yep. You know, but he had a strong right. opinion against the grain with it. Because Nickel Band, you, it's the whole right. thing. You can only get so popular. And Miles, remember this for our podcast. Yeah, I'm you really can, worried about this. Yeah. <laughs> God, I just, yeah. oh, I don't want to get too popular, you know? That would it's, suck. It's the thing. You get, you reach the point, and you're like one of them little uh, ma ma lemur things. What is it? We're the ones that run to the cliff, and then they all fall off the cliff. You can only get so sheep. high. We call that sheep. No, it's a little animal. I forget the name of it, but you get what I'm saying. Anyway, Nickelback got too popular yeah. too quick. Coldplay almost fell into the same thing. People were hating on Coldplay. They just got too popular. Yeah. You know? So, anyways. Well. I'm glad you called back in. I was wondering how you were doing. I'm glad you're handling the fame yeah, well. Yeah. I, it was getting to be a little bit much there to handle for 
for a bit, but well, I think I love now, him back now out. Now you so. understand why Justin Bieber went off the rails, right? Same type of thing. Right. Yeah. You, right. Haven't, you haven't peed in any mop buckets yet, have you, since you got that ditch chicken? You didn't shave nope. your head, did you? I did, but for, <laughs> not for that reason. <laughs> God, he did a Britney Spears. He shaved his head. Well, were you balding? Not quite. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Well, that happens. To the I've best been of us. I've been balding since I was like fourteen, so I didn't really have much choice there. Yeah. So. Yeah. Good. So you take it out on the ditch chickens. Good for you. Right. Well, yep. thanks for calling in, man. Good to talk to you as always. We'll be in touch about the uh, guiding ditch chicken guiding business. Tell your mom we says yep, hi. The, the guided guided pod- podcast. Road hunting. Yeah, it's a whole combination. It's a thing. You know what? Before we go, I just want to bring up that picture of him with the ditch chicken. Miles, look at this photograph. (laughs) (laughs) Do you get it? Look at this photo. You get that? Oh, you're taking off. Oh, yeah. Okay, see ya. All right, well, Nickelback. Nickelback. We're we're live on the podcast. Yeah, you're taking off. Um, All right, we'll see. Have you ever been road hunting for ditch chickens before? Road hunt taking off too. Road hunt for ditch chickens. What are ditch chickens? Ditch chickens are pheasants. Oh no, I haven't. Amy has. Have you? Have I what? Been road hunt for ditch chickens? Not road hunting, but I love a good smoked dick ditch chicken. A smoked dick chicken. I heard that. Wow. All right, ladies. All right, and on that note. Well, that that wraps one. up this episode of the Bellied Up Podcast. <laughs> Thank you guys for uh, finding us <laughs> our closer on that. We'll see you soon. Holy Watch out crap. for dick chickens. Come to okay. Steve-O's bar. We, there's a lot of women hunting for dick chickens. Yeah, so. uh, that's. I guess that's where we'll leave it. Um, hey, he's still on the line. <laughs> he's still on the line. Uh, we love you. We thank you for calling say, in. Do you guys know I'm still here? Yeah, you're yeah. here. <laughs> Charlie got distracted. I know you're still I'm here. just hanging out, listening patiently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We got uh, we're coming out to South Dakota. That's your, it. Your merch stuff is coming and uh we'll be in touch. Keep doing your thing and uh thanks for calling in, man. Gotcha. Have a good one, guys. See you up. too. We'll see you. All right, Charlie, that's about wraps it up. That huh? about wraps it up, Another Miles. good day at the office. Oh yeah, we had some fun today. Time to hang we? up the old uh, hard hat and head on home and have a couple more beers. Yep, that's how we do it. That's right. how we do it. Well, guys, thanks for tuning in to a- another episode of the Belly It Up podcast. We love you as always, and we'll see you in the next one. All right, real good. Bye bye now. Oh, and tip your bartender tip your for Christ's sake. Bye.